Lapcom Communications. Welcome to this episode of the Sunday Schmooze. This podcast series features Rabbi David Vigler, co-host Mitch Zachary, and on this episode, Dan Fellner. Rabbi David Vigler is one of nearly 5,000 Chabad Lubavitch rabbis around the world. Together with wife Hannah, they work 24-6, serving their chosen community, Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, a thriving community of nearly 60,000. In this episode, Rabbi Vigler speaks with Dan Fellner, a six-time Fulbright Fellow. Dan is an accomplished travel writer specializing in Jewish destinations. He has traveled to over 120 countries and all 50 United States. In this episode, Rabbi Vigler and Mitch connect with Dan via Skype. The topic? Dan's trip to Mississippi and Elvis Presley's Jewish heritage. Our guest, an interesting uh, guest, talking to us about an even more interesting fellow. I'm a journalist uh, by profession and uh, uh, have been working in the last 20 years or so as a travel writer, uh, which is uh, a wonderful uh, job. Uh, I get to travel around the world to exotic places and write about them and photograph them. And uh, part of that job recently has entailed uh, writing about Jewish communities. Uh, in far-flung places, uh, uh, and, and I've visited numerous uh, synagogues and Chabad chapters all over the world, and really enjoy doing that and connecting, uh, connecting with Jews uh, when I travel abroad. Uh, the person that you're referring to is the subject of my most recent article, um, and that happens to be uh, a guy who grew up to become the known as the king of rock and roll, and that's Elvis Presley, the man himself. Dan, I'm, I'm sorry, I just want to say, I think it's fair to say that based on the demographics of our listenership, every you don't have to explain who Elvis Presley is except to the rabbi, and I just explained <laughs> it to him before. Other than that, I think everybody, all of our listeners will know who Elvis Presley was. Well, and actually, uh, as I learned on this trip, um, Elvis has more and more younger fans every year as well. But I went to Tupelo, Mississippi, where Elvis was born uh, in 1935. Uh, and I learned that uh, his great-great-grandmother on his mother's side, the woman named N- Nancy Burdine, uh, who's believed to be Jewish. So therefore, if you follow uh, the tenets of Jewish law, that makes Elvis himself uh, uh, Jewish. And not many people were aware of this, um, but there are a number of interesting facts related uh, to Elvis's Jewishness. First of all, when I went to the... Uh, Elvis Presley Birthplace Museum, which is located right next to the small two-bedroom house in which he was born, uh, there is a menorah on display, uh, a gold menorah uh, with uh, Hanukkah candles, and it was given uh, to uh, Elvis uh, by a man named George Coppin, who I met. He's still alive, he's 75, and he's a member of the local uh, Tupelo Synagogue, which has been in existence now for about 70 years. It's a Reformed temple. And uh, George grew up across the street from uh, very good friends of Elvis, and he gave it to a woman named Janelle McComb, um, who apparently gave it to Elvis, and Elvis hung on to it, and uh, was years later was photographed with the menorah, and now it's on display. Why was this menorah given to Elvis? Well, George gave it to uh, Janelle. She was friends with, with George, so he didn't directly give it to Elvis himself. But apparently, uh, George's theory is that Elvis uh, was aware from a very early age of his Jewish background and wanted to, to keep uh-huh. it 
and uh, George says he believed that Elvis just hung on to it. Uh, George lost track over it over the years and didn't and actually didn't see it again until it appeared in the museum. So, so Dan, let me ask this now. You're saying down his family tree, uh, somebody was Jewish. Was that somebody living in that part of the country? It, it's not a hotbed, uh, but apparently Nancy was a Litvak, and I'm not sure um, if she was first generation or actually when she came over to the States. Um, but then she gave birth to Elvis' grandmother, um, and then who had Elvis' mother, whose name was Gladys Smith. Now, um, I think a very compelling fact is that uh, when when Gladys, uh, Elvis's mother, she passed away in 1958. Elvis was extremely close with his mother, and uh, Elvis uh, made sure that there was a Star of David engraved in his mother's uh, tombstone. And unfortunately, um, after Elvis died, they uh, reinterred his mother at Graceland. And um, of course, Elvis was not around to oversee that and uh, if you go visit uh, uh, his mother's grave now in Graceland you will not see uh, the Star of David. I also want to mention too that, uh, that there are numerous photographs of Elvis taken during the latter part of uh, his life when he was giving performances where he's wearing a chai uh, necklace. Yeah, and the night that he was found dead tragically uh, uh, he was wearing a chai and also a, a cross. And I don't want to mislead people. Elvis was not a practicing, observant Jew. No, of course but not. But it, it's clear that he, he was well aware of his, his Jewish background. He gave a lot of money to Jewish organizations, particularly in the Memphis area. He actually worked for a while. It's an interesting story I found out during my research as a, a Shabbos guy. When he moved to Memphis, when he wow, was 13. Wow, wow, hold on, Dan. Dan Fellner, who's a travel blogger, a Jewish travel blogger, in um, who recently visited, he's in Phoenix, Arizona, and he recently visited uh, Tupola, Missouri, right? Tupelo. Tupelo, Missouri. Uh, where he, Mississippi. Mississippi. Sorry, Mississippi. Tupelo, Mississippi. I've never been there yet. But there he uh, visited Elvis's per- birthplace. And Elvis Presley, according to the research of Dan Fellner, is actually of Jewish descent because his mother's mother's mother, that's his great-grandmother on his mother's side, was actually a Litvak, a Lithuanian Jewess, who um, would make Elvis Jewish because Jewish uh, Judaism goes through the line of the mother. The mother defines whether the child is Jewish or not. The father defines which tribe of Israel the child belongs to, whether the, the Kohen, the Levite, or the Israelite, and which particular tribe, that goes through the father, but the Jewish identity of Jewish or not Jewish, that goes through the mother. Hence, if Elvis's mother's mother's mother was Jewish, that would make Elvis not half, not a quarter, not an eighth Jewish, but a hundred percent Jewish. And the signs, uh, the proof that uh, that uh, Dan is bringing up on, on uh, you know, to prove that Elvis is Jewish is, number one, a menorah that was found in Elvis's house that was given to him at an early age. Another sign is the Star of David that apparently Elvis made sure to engrave upon his great-grandmother's tombstone, which was the original tombstone before it was moved to Graceland. And you mentioned also a large gift that he made to a Jewish institution. Is that what you said, Dan? Can you elaborate? Yes, uh, he gave uh, $150,000 to the Memphis Hebrew Academy. That's a lot of money. Um, and, yeah, and, and he actually did it anonymously. Uh, he also gave money to other Jewish organizations as well. And the, the story goes that uh, uh, Colonel Tom Parker, who was Elvis's agent uh, for much of his career, uh, did not want 
the public to know that that Elvis had Jewish roots because he felt it might wasn't good for uh, somehow damage his career, particularly in the Bible Belt area. Right, so it was that. not something that was uh, talked about. In okay, now Dan, let's get back to you're saying Elvis was a Shabbos goy at one point in his life. Yes, now that that's fact because I talked to a, a man uh, who lives now in Maryland named Harold Fruchter, and Harold lived uh, with. Uh, his family and his, and his dad uh, Alfred Fruchter is a, a, a rabbi in Memphis and they lived in the apartment right above uh, where the Presleys lived when they first moved to uh, Memphis when Elvis was 13 and uh, the, the two families became very close uh, Elvis's mother Gladys uh, would often have coffee with Harold's uh, mother the rabbi's wife and uh, there were times uh, where they used Elvis as a Shabbos goy. Now, of course, the, the Fructors did not know that Elvis had Jewish roots. Of course, they, otherwise they, they would not have asked him to be their Shabbos goy uh, had they known that. That's true. So Shabbos yep. is the seventh day of the week. It's a Sabbath when we Jews are not allowed to do 39 major kinds of work. That includes things like tying a knot, untying a knot, lighting a fire, turning on a light switch, turning on a stove, turning off a stove, lots of things basically. Controlling the temperature. Yeah, you can't, exactly. You can't do anything which, basically anything involving electronics or fire is uh, a major category of things that we avoid doing on Shabbos. The one way we can get around it is if we have a non-Jewish friend under certain conditions, that non-Jewish friend is able to to do that labor not for us, but really for himself, where we benefit as well. So for example, if there's no hot water in the kettle and uh, a non-Jewish friend comes into the house and he makes himself a cup of tea by turning on the, uh, the urn, then we can benefit from the hot water that is now hot, not made for us, but made for him, we can enjoy the benefits of the leftovers. So that's really what a Shabbos Goy is. It's a friendly non-Jewish friend. You would have to be non-Jewish, somebody who's not bound by the laws of Shabbat because the Gentiles are not commanded to rest as the Jews are on the seventh day of Shabbos. So far, you have some pretty convincing facts. Yeah, I was a little skeptical, but now that I'm hearing what you have to say, I mean, I think this is a pretty persuasive argument. Did Elvis have any kids? Yes, Lisa Marie, yes. He but, had uh, one daughter. But was his wife Jewish? Was Elvis's wife Jewish? No, Priscilla's uh, not Jewish. Okay, then his daughter wouldn't be Jewish. No, the, the line ended at him, as far as we know. Yes. I mean, although he could have cousins. Right. So, but you're Jewish. convinced? You think this, this is it? This Elvis is Jewish? I think that Dan raises some really interesting What an interesting points. way to go traveling. He doesn't just go checking out the places, you know, the sights and the sounds. He actually does investigative work to find out, you know, uh, uh, things that maybe might have been misunderstood or... Uh, Misinformation or disinformation, you know, of, of way, 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 uh, way back when. Dan, I have a question for you. The $150,000 donation to a Jewish organization. Anonymous donation. What makes you so sure that he made that donation? Just from research that I've done, it's been reported in other publications. For instance, the Wall Street Journal did an article about this uh, a number of years ago. This is not the first time that this is, has come out, but... Um, I think I was able to dig a little bit deeper and talk to the, some, of the, some of the people who actually lived there and had direct interactions uh, with Elvis. But I, I think to me the most compelling piece of evidence is uh, his, his mother's gravestone, uh, Gladys. Why would Elvis um, have engraved a Star of David in his, in his Did mother's gravestone you see that original gravestone tombstone? She passed? Have you seen that? Yes, I have a photo of it. It's okay. actually in my, the article that I wrote. So, I mean, that's documented. 
there were pictures that were taken of it. Uh, again, it doesn't exist now because after he died, they moved her body to uh, Graceland and uh, the, the Star of David is, is not there. But I have seen, there are photos, um, a couple of the publications that ran my article have used uh, the, the pictures of her gravestone. This is Gladys Presley, Elvis's mother, in which there's a Star of David. Dan, you know, it's just fascinating stuff because a lot of people who might not even know that they themselves have Jewish descent. They themselves yep. might not even identify as Jewish people, but maybe through this conversation, by realizing that even Elvis Presley had uh, very likely a Jewish ancestry and specifically a Jewish maternal grandmother, which would make him 100% Jewish. I can't tell you how many stories I have had of meeting people who were convinced that they were Gentiles and finding out on the spot that they're Jewish. A quick story happened in the, in the Leeds train station in northern England where I uh, was waiting for my train. A fellow comes over to me. I asked him, are you Jewish? He says, no, but um, me grandmom is. He tells me, me grandmom is. I said, which grandmom? He says, Mi mum's mum, right? My mother's mother. I said, wow, that's fantastic. We've got to have a bar mitzvah right here. So on the spot, we laid to fill in in this Leeds train station, this guy who never dreamed of uh, identifying as a Jew. He realized that actually he is a Jew because uh, it's biological, it's inherited. And if your mother's Jewish, if your mother's 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 Jewish, it means that you yourself are also Jewish, that spark, that soul lies buried within. Dan, I just want to thank you so very much for taking the time to share this message with us. It's really fascinating, eye-opening, investigative uh, travel research that you're doing. There's a couple of songs that come to mind. Uh, Suspicious Minds, uh, which uh, exactly that was one of Elvis's biggest hits, and also I'm All Shook Up, because that's how I felt when I first learned about Elvis's Jewish <laughs> That's interesting, Jewish how appropriate. <laughs> I'm All Shook Up. Dan, thank, Dan, you, thank very, you so very much. Thank you so much for your time, Dan. Chazak, appreciate your effort, hey, and from strength to strength. Shalom. Enjoyed it, guys. Shalom. If you have a comment on this episode of The Sunday Schmooze, you can connect with Rabbi David Vigler at rabbi at jewishgardens.com. That's rabbi at jewishgardens.com. Lapcom Communications.